Hey, I'm JR. And I'm Mike from the 18 Over Par with Mike and JR podcast. Welcome to season two of the podcast, where we'll continue exploring the sights, stories, and sounds of golf on the prairies, where you'll find some of the most golf courses per capita of anywhere in the world and beer. And Lots beer. of beer. Lots of beer, JR. It's the 18 Over Par Podcast with Mike and JR. You suck, you duckass. Welcome to a very special episode of 18 Over Par with Mike and JR as we preview the 2022 PGA Championship. Adam Walker joins us again, our PGA Tour correspondent. He gives us his long shots, his favorites, and maybe a sneaky Canadian that could win it all. Enjoy. Well, he's done about uh, 50,000 episodes for us so far, and we're bringing him back for the PGA Championship 2022 special. Adam Walker joins us again, and you can check out the full meal deal from him uh, earlier this season, season two. We had him on for a full 90 minutes, and as well, he previewed the Masters for us, so figured might as well have uh, the uh, the rave receptions that he got. Let's bring him back again. He's probably more popular than we back are again. Yeah, back again. <laughs> so many uh, people reached out on Twitter after that that episode, yeah. and uh, so we had to have him back. Yeah, and I think Heartland Homicide had its biggest ratings ever, didn't it? Oh, it must have. Yeah, <laughs> so hasn't actually aired on TV, but I'm sure the streaming numbers are off oh, the yeah. charts at, at this point. The uh, the Super Channel through Amazon Prime uh, has its most okay. downloads in a month ever. <laughs> You're welcome, Bezos. Unver- unverified, but we think so. I just I just canceled it yesterday so that I didn't get charged for yeah. the uh, the second month. That's right. <laughs> well, don't cancel this guy. Uh, he is a fine partner of ours here at 18 Over Par, and that is Bryce Matlashewski, who is an investment advisor with Endeavor Wealth Management, part of IA Private Wealth, and a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund. You can contact Bryce at 204-515-3446 for some sound financial advice. We're going to be talking about the odds for the PGA Championship here, but if you want to get some more uh, jingle in your jeans, contact Bryce. I'll tell you how to keep that money rolling. Uh, as well, Adam got his cake. From DQ, as we mentioned, he's been on about 50,000 episodes, did not get a cake, but he finally got himself a cake from the Nick and Nikki group of DQs. It was an 8-inch custom delicious cake. Is it all gone? Did you eat it? Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's gone. Great cake. I'm a big fan of the DQ ice cream cake, so that, uh, yeah, that didn't last. (laughs) (laughs) You You can get your own. At DQ Northgate, DQ Polo Park in the food court, DQ Niverville, and DQ St. Anne's Road. Follow them on Instagram at DQ Manitoba. All right, PGA Championship 2022. Phil Mickelson's not going to be there. It was supposed to be at Trump, at a Trump course. They took it away from Trump, and now it's at Southern Hills in Tulsa, Oklahoma. So who do you got? Or do, maybe, maybe we'll start with instead of who do you got, how have you been playing? Because you've been out and about, haven't you? Oh, I've been out a few times. Um, 
Yeah, as much as you can, but it's it's still pretty soggy out there. I don't know yeah. if you've been out yet, but the pretty pretty big pools of water at pretty much any course you play at. But uh, yeah, been out. I got a new driver this year. Picked it up from the caddy shed, so that's uh, that's been working out pretty well. Went the tailor made sim route, but uh, nice. yeah, that's that's been a big improvement. Even just the first few times out. So this is no free ads. Season. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, that's sir. the second episode in a row that the yeah. caddy shed has been mentioned. <laughs> where have you been playing adam uh we, we went out to maplewood with you there mike and oh, that's um, right uh players got out the players on sunday or was that saturday i don't know this past weekend <laughs> got out the players and uh zipped through that course pretty quick because it was uh there's only one other group out there when we were there but uh that was a good time Nice, nice, very nice. And Jr., I know you. I know you're going to segue into uh, who does Adam got, but I'd like to hear a little bit more about the the course before we uh, before yes. we get into the the uh, players there. So I, I don't have much on the course, but I I know it's in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I've never been to Tulsa. Here is lovely place, but uh, there's a few uh, a few few things that Tulsa is known for. It's the uh, birthplace of Garth Brooks. Oh, very exciting! I know Jr. is a big golf uh, Garth Brooks fan. Yeah, shout out to Hank FM, one hundred point seven <laughs> Hank FM back in the day. You guys know what it's about. Dolphins and Country it was Fest the, knows uh, what it's about. Tulsa has the most man-made lakes in the USA. I thought that was really? an interesting stat. I don't know. What do they make so many lakes for? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they're, uh, I don't know if they're exporting them or not, but uh, they're making a lot of lakes. <laughs> and uh, in the early 1900s, they were the oil capital of the world, which is uh, surprising. You don't really think of uh, Tulsa as being the oil capital world. Perhaps that was self-proclaimed, but uh, yes, lots of history at the Selden Hills Country Club. Uh, I didn't, I hadn't even really heard about it until, until I did some research today. So maybe Awok can can fill us in a little bit on the uh, course if he has some some intel. Yeah, uh, for sure. So yeah, you wouldn't have heard about it because they haven't been there since 2007 for the the last PGA Championship. Um, it's one of the courses that, you know, it doesn't get into the regular rotation, but it's been, it's been up there for majors. Uh, I think this is the seventh or eighth major that's going to be there. That includes both PGA championships and uh, U.S. Opens. And so it, it's an old course, a lot of history. I think it was built in uh, kind of the Great Depression era, but they've done a kind of a redesign or uh, more of a restoration over the last couple of years. And um so it's going to look a lot different from 2007, uh, but still, you know, should be a, a, a pretty big test for the, for the golfers back in 2007, that was a tiger woods winning that one. So, uh, you know, it, it, it's going to take a top golfer to, to take it yeah. down. And I, I saw that it was playing at a par 70, which I thought was interesting that I don't, that doesn't happen very often. Does it? Well, you see a, a couple par 70s on tour, but they're usually not 7,500 yards. So <laughs> this is one of the longest courses on tour and also a par 70. So that's going to keep scoring down. Usually these guys, you know, their scoring opportunities are the par fives, right? You know, you're seeing, especially this past weekend at the Byron Nelson, like these guys are 
they want an eagle and a birdie is kind of the least of what they want, right? But that's not going to be the case here. There's two par fives on the course. They're both other, over 650 yards. So this is a beast of a golf course. It's not going to be, I don't think it's going to be a birdie fest. I don't know if it's necessarily going to be as tough scoring as, you know, some of the U.S. Opens we see, but, you know, maybe a winning score in the single digits could be a, a pretty good possibility, I would think. Amazing. Good. Looking forward to, to seeing the Southern Hills. I saw one of the drone videos uh, Golf Digest put out. So I, I flew through the course today. Yeah. And it looked, looked real nice. Yeah, for sure. It'll be a, a tough test. And they've done some changes to make kind of the greens a little harder at this one. They've got, uh, they've kind of raised them up a little bit. So there, anytime, you know, you put a ball on there, if they're playing firm and fast, it's just going to roll off the other side, right? It doesn't have tall rough around the edges to catch you. It's got a ton of bunkers, you know, uh, plenty of holes that have four or more bunkers around them. So uh, there's going to be some, some challenges around the green for sure. And the weather looked to be decent. You know, I, I did look today. It was going to maybe rain Friday, but who knows? Uh, those yeah. Were- those meteorologists aren't very trustworthy these days. Yeah. That's tornado alley too. So, you know, uh, there's, there's probably going to be some wind and that always complicates things a little bit. A plane downwind in a tornado is okay by me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sign me up for that. (laughs) But I still think it's very interesting that, uh, you know, Phil, he didn't actually, I don't think he was the one, Phil Mickelson, who was, would be the returning PGA champ. He actually didn't come out and say that he wasn't going to be playing. It was more so the PGA that came out and said he wasn't going to be playing. Mm. No, th- this time around, like that was kind of the masters. We weren't really sure what the deal was, but this time Phil was expected. Like they, they yeah. thought Phil was going to come this week and uh, it was kind of his decision to, to not. And I think everyone's pretty disappointed. You know, you're not having the defending champ there. And obviously one of the, you know, he's, he's, he's older now, but he's one of the biggest stars on the PGA tour for sure. Uh, but yeah, there's a, this whole big drama with the competing Saudi golf league, right. Or whatever they're uh, calling a live golf invitational. So, um, the people think that's the next time we're going to see Phil is at their first tournament in June. Well, so we'll see, but it, kind of sucks right it's has anyone well. has anyone seen phil in the last nobody nobody months. has seen him like so, nobody's talking about him like he's not yeah. like he's gone totally dark well but, uh, you know even like sure the pga has him in the basement yeah <laughs> <laughs> they just gave him a roulette wheel and 40 million dollars and let him have at it yeah well his uh so that book that's uh, been kind of the mm-hmm. part of his undoing uh has just i think was just released so that could be i'm sure a really interesting read because he's a pretty interesting guy it's a what is it uh is a biography about it's phil a biography or? about phil but it's like it's not a it's not like an authorized biography so it's you know that it doesn't really uh, hide anything if there's any you know dirty details <laughs> that i think you'll you'll see them in there nice I think there was a similar one done with Tiger, a non-authorized one, and it got into a lot of detail about a lot of stuff. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'm sure it'll probably be along the same lines as that. Yeah, a lot of stuff like, yeah, big, uh, Phil's a big gambler. So I Mm. think uh, they get into some of the details about that and some of the trouble he's in with that. (laughs) Well, instead of millions here, we're putting down toonies. So let's get into the field. Yeah. (laughs) Who do you got some toonies on this week? Well, I mean, at the, at the top of the board, I think it's hard to look past Scotty Scheffler. 
Uh, he's just been so good this year for you, four wins on tour kind of talked about him last time I was on about the masters and then he, he goes out and wins it. Didn't necessarily expect it because you know, how long can a guy stay on top, especially with all the talent on the PGA tour now? But uh, I don't know. He just keeps winning. He didn't win at the Byron Nelson this past weekend, but it was a top 20 finish and looked great. Like looked great around the green still. Um, he lists Southern Hills as one of his favorite courses. So, like it's right on his, his PGA tour profile. Like <laughs> it's been there. So everything seems to be kind of lining up for Scotty Scheffler, but you know, he's at the top of the board. He's not the big money winner, but um, that, I think that's as safe a bet as is out there right now. Yeah. You think he'll be wearing, uh, you think he'll be wearing his vest this weekend. <laughs> that was the, that was the, all the talk of the tournament was his vest and him putting on his vest. Oh, <laughs> like how he can't put on a jacket properly. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, everyone was worried that he was going to win the green jacket and not be able to put it on. And then <laughs> he could, couldn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> it got dicey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I think it's hard to, to discount that. And everyone, even though I know even going into the final round there uh, at the Masters, Scotty was even. So you couldn't even put money on him uh, knowing where he is. Yeah. So, so I, I've seen, I guess, the, the lines, I wouldn't say all over the place, but he seems to be everyone's kind of favorite going into this one. Yeah, it's got, it's kind of Scotty or John Rom. Some people have at the top, and John Rom, like he hadn't won in a while, but he won his last tournament at the Mexico Open. It was a bit of a weaker field, but still, you know, a win's a win. It's it's tough to win on tour anywhere you go, and uh, a tough course. That's always for John Rom, right? So he's another kind of great bet up there. Uh, but there's one other name that's really interesting, and that's Jordan Spieth. Uh, so Spieth is going for his, going for the grand slam, which only, you know, so few golfers have done because he's already won the masters, the U S open and the open championship. So, uh, Jordan Spieth, he had a win a couple of weeks ago at the RBC, RBC heritage finished second at the Byron Nelson this past weekend. Uh, he's hot right now and he's, he's hitting the ball. Great. Like his ball striking is out of this world. So, uh, I think Spieth is a really interesting name to watch too. How about K.H. Lee? Mm-hmm. K.H. <laughs> no, he only wins at the Byron Nelson. He just shows up. They call him TPC Lee because on the, the TPC courses, he just he crushes it for some reason. But, uh, yeah, he's in there. Uh, you can, you're going to win a lot of money if you bet on him and he wins. Uh, I probably wouldn't find him on, uh, on my betting card, but. Maybe, you know, you're filling out your DraftKings lineup. He's a good bet at the bottom. But he looked awesome last weekend. Yeah, I was going to say, what What do you think his over-under is on how many DQ stack burgers he could put down? <laughs> Occasionally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's just out there talking about it. He's like, I'd be a number one golfer and he'd like to have all the muscle, but uh, he likes food too much. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he said he wants to be the number one sexiest golfer on tour. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> he, he could definitely put down a few stack burgers. There's no doubt about it. Uh, there you go. That was my that was my my DQ plug. Usually it's Mike getting in there with yeah. the uh, the DQ stack <laughs> burgers. That was my turn this time around. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Who else could put down a few stack burgers? I'm sure. Uh, well, I'm sure Capca could. And uh, I know Shane Lowry. Uh, I bet he looks like Shane a guy Lowry, that could hammer back could. a few stack burgers. Harry Higgs. Mm-hmm. Harry oh, Higgs yeah. for sure. Definitely. 
Higgs had a decent little run at the the Masters there too. I don't know how he's been playing. He's been didn't he? He finished. I yeah. should just rattle these off because I was listening to the Masters tournament there, and we had a few things wrong uh, that we had <laughs> listed off. But uh, I think he did. He was up there for a bit. I think I sprinkled some money on him after round two. Yeah, he was playing well, and at last year's PGA, he was like a top five finish. I think that's that's why he was in the Masters to begin with because he had right. that great finish at the PGA last year. And I mentioned uh, Kepka seems kind of like a mid range uh, 35 to one yeah. uh, odds uh, hasn't competed since the masters, I believe. Yeah. You don't, I don't know if he's got some injury problems going on right now or what, but you don't really, he's pretty inconsistent, like whether he'll even play a lot. So, uh, mm-hmm. but he, again, great at the majors always. So he finds a way. Says he uh, only finished outside of the top 15 in his career twice in 10 starts at the PGA Championship. That's pretty incredible. What do you think about it? <laughs> yeah. Well, I got the 18 over par trolls to verify that for us, as I'm sure they'll be verifying everything we say during this. So thanks. Huge shout out to the <laughs> yeah. 18 over par trolls. Yeah. McLean, Ryan Belly Belly Handro, we appreciate your listenership. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know you guys had trolls. I believe oh, it. Yeah. They're fact checking everything yeah. these days. Well, so now we got to be care- careful. That's good. <laughs> uh, talking talking about show. accurate stats, our favorite Scotsman, Rory McElroy. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, finished fifth at the Wells Fargo two weeks ago. Um, you know, it seems like we're always rooting for the guy and and i don't know he's 14 to 1 but what do you think adam how's he look um he looks he looks great i mean rory always looks great the thing is he just doesn't seem to really bring it at the beginning of the majors you know like day one at the major he always kind of seems to get off to a rough start and then he'll be one of the best players for the next three days. But, you know, he just digs himself a bit of a hole. If he could get out, you know, if you see him in the top 10 after day one, like, look out, I'd be betting on Rory. Yeah, that final round of the Masters there, that was exciting watching him uh, tear it up there. You think he was almost going to to win at, at a moment there. If, if Scheffler had made a misstep, yeah. uh, what did he finish at the Masters? Was it third or second? I think it was second. Yeah, yeah, I think it was a, yeah, it was a second place finish. So, yeah, he's playing great. Uh, one of the like one of the best ball strikers on the planet, as as usual. Um, the putter can be there sometimes, sometimes not. And knowing the the course and seeing that it is extremely long, par seventy. Who are some of the guys who you think their game is well suited for this course? Yeah, it's it's hard to say because because we haven't been there in 15 years, mm-hmm. right? And they've changed the course a lot. Um, I've never been there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you never been? I, I it's actually super exclusive. I heard the membership is somewhere in the hundred thousand dollar a year range if you want to be at uh, Southern Hills. Oh, nice. But well, maybe, uh, uh, maybe you could talk to Bryce Matt Lashewski there, and he'll uh, he'll help you out maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> grow your grow Compound your savings interest all the way to death. southern hills <laughs> <laughs> anyways <laughs> as you were yeah I, oh well it's it's gonna take kind of everything and that's why these majors are always a good test because like your iron play is gonna have to be good if you're not landing your irons 
on the green, like in a nice spot, you're going to be rolling off into the bunkers all day or rolling off. Like they've purposefully cut down the rough around these greens. So, you know, you hit it a little too hard. It's rolling all the way. You could get 20 yards away off a bad shot where the rough is usually going to catch you. Right. Um, so I like the guys that are kind of trending in all the right directions. One guy that's kind of in the, you know, mid range that you might not think about is Max Homa. Oh, yeah. He had a win just a couple of weeks ago at, at the Wells Fargo. And uh, he's been playing awesome. Hasn't really played that well in majors like historically, but he's got two wins this year and he's like, he's in his prime. He's playing his best right now. So that's, that's one I think is kind of a sneaky pick a guy that's got that all around game that can uh, also has shown he can win now. And he's got a decent podcast. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no free ads. He, he's the one of the guy that's kind of mastered social media, yes. right? Like you yeah. could tell it's obviously him behind the account, not like some of the other golfers. It's just a PR <laughs> or, or whatever, but you know, he's a legitimately funny guy. So that's really worked out for him. Was he, he was the one critiquing people's swings. Was that it? Yeah. Yeah. That was <laughs> so a few years back, like that was just kind of his shtick. Everyone would send their video to him and he would just rip them apart for how bad their swing was. <laughs> and then he ended up like winning, a uh, winning an event and then a couple more. And he goes from being, you know, kind of the social media guy to and a legitimate, like star on the PGA tour. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need to send my swing to a, to a PGA tour, uh, professional <laughs> to get critiqued on my swing. Uh, the local guys do that for me. And, and, and JR does that too. So yeah, <laughs> just kidding. But, uh, well, speaking about local guys, local to Canada, Corey Connors is probably the top Canadian uh, it, gunning for this tournament. How do you think co- old Corey uh, will do and how has he been doing? He's been playing well. Like he's always one of the most consistent guys on tour. Awesome swing. You know, he's going to be good off the tee, like the, the length of the course. That's not going to bother Corey Connors. He'll be able to get it onto the green into, you know, when he needs to. Um, the thing with him is putter again, like he's one of these guys, great ball striker putter is sometimes not so great, but this season he's started to turn it around a little bit. So I like Corey Connors as kind of the top Canadian guy, but one guy I haven't given a lot of respect to over the few episodes I've been on here is Mackenzie Hughes, Mm -hmm. but I think he could kind of surprise some people at this one, which might be, you know, kind of a, an odd statement considering he's not really a longest golfer and this is such a long course, but this actually might play into his hands because he's such a good putter is his short game. Like around the greens is, is always good. He might be a guy that, you know, he's getting it around the green, uh, quickly, and then he can actually hit a one putt or a two putt on some of these greens that have a, you know, some interesting slopes to them and that can cause trouble. And, Another thing I like about uh, Mackenzie Hughes, he doesn't usually benefit from like par five scoring. He's because he's not the guy that's getting it onto the green and two on a par five. Um, He kind of makes his money other ways. So you look at um, the open championship last year, he finished tied for sixth. Like that's, that's a pretty big placing for a, you know, a Canadian guy at the open. And that was a par 70 as well. So it kind of plays into his hands, even though you think it might not. And, uh, last year at the PG, I what was it the U S open where he was leading after three rounds. So 
you know, the, yeah. on, on the betting board, he's paying like 350 to 350 to one, which is, seems insane to me. It seems like no respect for a guy that's a, you know, really talented and one of the best putters on tour. So look for Mackenzie Hughes. You know, if you want a, a really sneaky pick, I like that one. I appreciate that one. That's a good one. Yeah. I'm like, about that. Yeah. Writing it down. You <laughs> know, like, yeah, put down 10 bucks. It's $3,500 if he wins, right? Like, it's unlikely, but Phil Mickelson won at 200 the one last year. So, right. why not? Yeah. Why not? We haven't had a Canadian winner in like three years now. Like, come on. Yeah. Well, even as you mentioned, like the par five scoring, that could be within a round, that could be two or three shots within a round. Oh, yeah. Right. So, just based on that alone, if he's playing consistent golf, he's, he could be in there and that's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And, and he's one of the guys, like he hits a one putts a lot. And that's, that's what I think is going to be some of the scoring in this one, because you're not going to have those automatic birdies on par fives. You're going to have to hit some long putts if you want to score on this course. I'm pretty sure of that. What about the big cat? We can't, we can't just not talk about the big cat. Yeah. He would Eldrick, <laughs> well, uh, you know, he, you know, he flew out there again. He probably brought his, uh, 747 flew out there in April, brought his whole entourage. Did he meet with the, uh, the main, uh, course director there that put it all together, getting all the tips. I think there was a few other players kind of cheesed about that saying, you know, he's getting, uh, uh, privileged treatment and, and getting all these, this direction. I don't know if anyone else can go and ask this, this, you know, director of golf or whatever he is about all the new, uh, changes, but, uh, obviously he won here, as you mentioned in 2007. Yeah. Uh, so I guess, yeah, you could look at him as the, the kind of the defending champ of Southern Hills because he's the last guy that won here on the PGA tour. Uh, I think he, he said he feels great. He said he feels stronger than he felt at the masters. So we saw he made the cut there. So why not here? Right. Uh, the thing, you know, he was kind of Augusta's always kind of been his place. So he had a little bit of an advantage there coming back. So, it, you know, it's going to be a challenge here, but we saw he could still swing it. Like he's still got distance. And once he gets on those greens, I think he's still tiger woods. Right. So, um, you know, is he going to win? Probably not, but, uh, <laughs> I, you know, it, it wouldn't be totally shocking. Right. Because mm -hmm. he's, he's still tiger woods. Yeah. I heard there was a lot of simula similarities between uh, Southern Hills and uh, Augusta national. That's what I heard on a competing podcast. The fried yeah. egg. It's called yeah. Egg. Well, they've got a good video out too on YouTube. There's a couple of good videos on Southern Hills, but yeah, when you think about kind of the undulations at uh, Augusta and how it is, you know, a long, tough walk, that's, that's, what's going to wear on tiger the most. The fact that it's, you know, they call it Southern Hills for a reason. Like it's a hilly course. He's going to be going up and down. Uh, so yeah, it'll, it'll wear on him for sure. No Absolutely. Doubt. We walked Maplewood a couple weeks ago and I still feel it in my legs today. So no. <laughs> <laughs> sure. It's somewhat similar. And that was, that was like a Maplewood was 5,500 yards. Yeah. But you know, there was actually some elevation at Maplewood. That was kind of nice. There's a, you don't get too many of those around Winnipeg. It was a very, very nice course. Well, I can't yeah. wait to go back when it's uh, lush and not, uh, you know, 
bogged down. It wasn't too wet, but it was certainly somewhat spring conditions at Maplewood. Uh, yeah, but uh, we're in good shape for uh, we're in great shape for me uh well one more i mean i we always do this i bring up every every player in the top 50 but uh our friend justin thomas who i've i've always liked but i think he's i think he's had like 20 or plus uh 20 plus majors since his last win or something i forget what the actual stat was but uh you know, yeah. he's up there at 14 to one. Right. And he was tied fifth last week at the, at the Brian Nelson tournament. Yeah. <laughs> last year I called it Brian Nelson, but, uh, close enough. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know. How has he been, is he doing, been doing, uh, sounds like he's been doing okay. Yeah. He's been playing well. He's like every, it's like every week he's top 10, right? He's, uh, He's really consistent. You got to think that a win is coming. He hasn't won since the players and, um, you know, all calendar year, he hasn't won and you got to think it's coming. He looked great at the Byron Nelson. Like he was just, just on the verge of getting into the lead several times, but, uh, didn't quite get there, but there's nothing wrong with his game. He's, he's looking great and he's hitting it awesome right now too. So yeah, that's another good pick. I like another that. former PGA champion. Yeah, I was going to say I like when Mike brings up Justin Thomas because last year on the first season of the pod, I said I don't think Justin Thomas is going to win again, and then he won that weekend. So I can say it now: <laughs> Justin Thomas yeah. won't win again. And watch, he'll win. <laughs> so put your money on JT. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, let the winnings rain down on you. I, I wanted to give a, a shout out as well. I forgot to do this at the top of the show, uh, but shout out to the 18 over par squad at Glendale men's opening, uh, the or penis owners opening. I'm not sure what the correct term is for it now, um, but they won their flight. So it's a scramble, four-man scramble. They tied for first, but then they lost on a count back. But nonetheless, mm. Ryan Belly, Belly Handro, he got himself in there. Derek Instance, Brett Monsion, a.k.a. Roy E. Munson, and Blair Mooney. So shout out to those guys. What is a count back? So a count back, you can do it a couple of ways. The way that I'm familiar with is you go back to like the 18th hole and whoever had the lowest score on that hole. And if you were tied on that hole, then you go to the 17th. Mm. But sometimes you just do it on your last nine holes. So whoever had the lowest score on your last nine holes. Uh, ends right. Up I think it's kind of cheese. They should have gone out and done a playoff. But apparently yeah. Winston was lost in the sauna or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. He, he couldn't be found or something like that. <laughs> yes. Yes. And Bell, Bell was at the bar. So that was that was the end of that. <laughs> Nonetheless, um, is there any and other Mooney, man, Mooney was on the range. And Mooney, yeah. <laughs> yeah, big range guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry, go ahead, JR. I was going to say, is there any other maybe longer shots that you kind of like uh, heading into this week? Uh, no, I think we, we've pretty much covered all of them. Uh, there's, there's, it's going to be tough for, uh, anyone that's not like it, you know, a premier guy to win this week, but, uh, just Mackenzie Hughes at three, three fifty to one. That's as deep really as good. I'm going. Yeah. I like yeah. that. Yeah. I like that pick. I see Dishambeau 65 to one Fleetwood 65 to one. Yeah. Bryson's coming back off a of surgery he had like four weeks ago, like wrist surgery. So I don't see how he can possibly be golfing, especially with the way he swings. So don't bet on Bryson. <laughs> there's you my, heard there's here. my one sure bet. We got our, we got our quotes or whatever. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, 
Cool, cool, cool. Well, I got some uh, PGA Championship trivia for you guys. Yeah, hit us. So hopefully us you, uh, hopefully you um, study. So, what is the name of the trophy awarded to the winner of the PGA Championship? Oh, that is a good question, Adam. The Wanamaker. The Wanamaker. Oh, right. Wanamaker. 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 It is the largest trophy in golf at 50 inches high, 58 inches high. 27 inches across. That could be wrong. I think it was 28 inches high and 27 across. Uh, weighs 27 pounds. Rodman Wanamaker was a department store tycoon and co-founder of the PGA. Wow. Very, very interesting. It's, so, a, it's got a lid, doesn't it? I think it's got a, it's like a cup with a lid so. and the lid always falls off. Yeah, like everyone always uh, drops it on their head. head. Yeah, I remember Morikawa doing that a couple of years ago, I think. <laughs> Uh, which course has hosted the PGA Championship the most times? Oh, good question. Mm. It wouldn't be Kiwi. It wouldn't be. Um, I'm thinking of one Oakmont. Or is that more? I don't any guesses. Oh, I don't know. Beth Page Black. Oh, the answer is Southern Hills Country Club. This will what? be the fifth time hosting. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, Should have gone with that one first. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> which question. golfer, uh, next one, which golfer has won the most PGA championships? Hogan, Nicholas Woods. Yeah, got to be Tiger. Well, Jared was very close. Uh, you said Nicholas, which is yes. And there was another one, Walter Hagen, oh, Hagen. which you said Hogan, yeah. which I'm sure you meant to say Hagen. You just have a <laughs> Byron, weird accent. Brian, it's all the yeah. same. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they've both won five. Uh, Hagen actually won four times in a row. That was, I think, in like the 20s. And it was actually a match play event up until the 50s or something, uh, which is interesting. We should have more match play events. Uh <laughs> And shorts. Well, <laughs> I'll give you another interesting record that I heard this past weekend, the Byron Nelson. So Byron Nelson won 11 tournaments in a row in his Whoa. day when I think it was the forties or something like that, which is just back, wow. even back then, it's just insane. Like show up 11 times in a row and win is uh, pretty wild. <laughs> wow. Even Tiger didn't do it. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> One more uh, coming. <laughs> what PGA Tour rookie entered uh, PGA Championships at the PGA Championship as the ninth alternate and won the tournament? Well, I don't know, John Daly. John Daly's hmm. correct. Wow. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I knew he had some crazy circumstances. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He won it. It was a pretty wild story. I think And the last two guys, well, yeah, it was weird. I think the last guy, uh, the, the, I guess the eighth alternate, like his wife went into labor like 20 hours before the start of the tournament. And then, Daly got the call and drove across the country to crooked <laughs> stick and then uh, won the tournament. Um, who is the oldest golfer to win the PGA championship? Phil. Gotta be Phil. Gotta be Phil. Phil is correct. You guys, that's great. You guys are so smart. <laughs> Our uh, flagship question of the PGA trivia. Southern Hills. Yeah, it's gotta be Southern close, Hills. Close, close. <laughs> What is what is Oklahoma's state vegetable? Turnip. Ooh, I don't know. Carrot, beet. Yeah. So this one, I don't even know how why why this came up, but uh, so the answer is watermelon. 
What? Did yeah. you say vegetable? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get into this. So weird. So apparently it can be argued that a watermelon is a vegetable because it's part of the cucumber family. Uh, and in Oklahoma, oh. there was a senator uh, that was very, uh, that that I think he wanted to make it the fruit or yeah, the fruit of the state, the state fruit. And uh, the state fruit was already strawberries. So then he argued that it could be um, a vegetable. And there's been, uh, it's been the subject of many political debates. So the Republicans are pro-vegetable, Democrats are pro-fruit. What a, I think I've heard, isn't it like a cucumber of fruit? I guess that's the same debate, but the other way around. Yeah, I don't know really how, uh, but uh, we'll have to get... I don't uh, know the classification either. Yeah. yeah. What would happen if you pickled a watermelon? Would it become like a water pickle? I don't know. That's a good question. I guess people do put vodka in watermelons. Was that a sure. pickled... That's a pickled watermelon. pickled. <laughs> and then... Uh, one other one, I, not really a question here, more so a fact that is kind of gruesome in keeping with our gruesome facts about <laughs> things. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so you guys know Highlight, Highlight, yeah. the fastest game in the world. Mm-hmm. Yep. So uh, Roger Wheeler, a Tulsa businessman and owner of Miami, Miami's Highlight, was murdered in the parking lot of Southern Hills Golf Club. The killing was ordered by Winter Hill Gang mobster Whitey Bulger who discovered that Wheeler had uncovered the gang's ongoing embezzlement from the high lie organization. So how about that? Some, wow. Wow. That's some, phenomenal. Uh, phenomenal. Organized research. crime. True yeah. crime. We should do an episode of Heartland Homicide. On <laughs> yeah. the, the cult <laughs> yeah. or whatever. Tulsa is the heartland of America. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, for sure it is. <laughs> That's all I got. That for- was excellent. Well, thanks, Mike. I appreciate Good stuff. That up. Yeah, now we can't wait for the fact checkers to come in and prove that all wrong. So the last 10 minutes was yeah. just wasted. But uh, yeah. yeah. nonetheless, does anyone else have anything else to cover to say their piece, to say their story, to say I love you to someone? I think I'm good. Good. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, Not that many special people out there. <laughs> <laughs> only, only special golfers, and we talked about all of them. Uh, so uh, Walker, I hope I hope I hope someone hits on this one. I think Mackenzie Hughes. I like that one, and I if he does, that would be awesome. But uh, nonetheless, Justin Thomas probably will win because I said he won't win again. Uh, but we really do appreciate you taking the time again, joining us for the PGA Championship 2022 special. No Phil, no John Daly. But it still should be a, a great event. And we want to say a huge shout out to Bryce Matlashewski, who is an investment advisor with Endeavor Wealth Management, part of IA Private Wealth, and a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund. Contact Bryce at 204-515-3446. And you can hit up Nick or Nikki from the Nick and Nikki group of DQs and ask them the over-under on how many Stackburgers KH Lee could down, because I'm sure they'd, uh, they'd give you the, some good odds on uh, on that one. You can check them out at DQ Northgate, DQ Polo Park in the Food Court, DQ Niverville, and DQ St. Anne's Road. And you can follow them on Instagram at DQ Manitoba. And you can follow Walker. Is it still Walker Winnipeg on Twitter? Yep. Yeah, you can give him a nice follow on that. So appreciate it again, and have yourself a wonderful night. Enjoy the PGA Championship. Should be a good one from Southern Hills. Should be good, unless you're there and paying $18 for a Michelob Ultra. I saw that. That's ridiculous. I saw the prices. That's silly. (laughs) Nope. Too bad. Golf, it's for rich people, right? None for this. None for us anymore. All right. Thanks, guys. You guys have a wonderful night. 
You too. Thanks. Thanks. And you can count on me waiting for you in the parking lot. JR, we have a lot of fun on this podcast, but I want to take a second to talk about something that has affected me personally. Every year, millions of Canadians suffer from brain freeze. It can happen to anyone. It's a hot summer day. You're aggressively enjoying a DQ cool treat, a blizzard, a dilly bar, or a variety of personalized ice cream cakes, and whammo! brain freeze. It hits you like a triple bogey. The good news is you can enjoy these delicious treats in a moderately sized bite. So get over to any Nick and Nicky's group of DQs and enjoy some DQ treats safely. DQ Northgate on McPhillips, DQ Pole Park in the food court, DQ Niverville, and DQ St. Anne's Road. Go see them today for tasty treats.